Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, January 16th. S&P futures are trading up about eight points. That's 25 basis points. Europe is flat about overall. Uh, Asia was mixed with Japan and mainland China off a bit and Hong Kong up a bit. Um, so really very slow morning. There's really not a lot of major incremental macro news out overnight. Most of the financial press is focused on digesting phase one, going through the text, editorializing, et cetera. Um, you know, I don't think we're learning a whole lot new overnight. The text uh, certainly was long and extensive, um, you know, 90, 90 pages. I don't really think it um, was was materially incremental from what had been leaked to the press over the last several weeks. You know, remember, markets have had now a whole month to digest this, to digest the implications, the parameters, et cetera. Um, and so, you know, my conclusion is still the same as before, that it certainly is not negative that you're avoiding incremental escalation. You're providing some clarity as far as tariffs now, even though you're leaving a lot in place. Um, presumably, you're not going to be implementing any, any more, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, and the asset purchases are certainly, you know, again, not negative. Um, you know, a lot of this kind of just rewinds the state of the relationship back to where it was, um, you know, before Trump took office. Um, and there is, uh, you know, there is a caveat in the asset language paragraph um, that, uh, you know, would presumably allow China to um, not hit the targets for a, for a particular year, especially on, on the agricultural purchases. So I have a full analysis uh, and thoughts on phase one. I sent it out yesterday. I have a link in today's Vital Dawn to it. Um, I also sent out yesterday a list of kind of all of the possible risks to the S&P. Um, that's on the website. And I also have a link in the Vital Dawn today. So, um, you know, that really was the bulk of kind of most of the financial press overnight was just phase one. And like I said, I don't think you're really learning anything new from yesterday. Um, not a ton of major eco data. You did have China money supply out. That was a little bit better. Uh, China new uh, loans were a little bit weaker. EU auto registrations were very strong for December. You had very strong growth, although auto sucks are actually lagging in Europe this morning. Um, in terms of earnings, Alcoa was the only major one out last night in the US. Um, the quarter was mixed. You had a, a large miss in EPS, but um, you know you had EBITDA was a bit better and, and uh, free cash flow improved. The guidance, the qualitative guidance for the March quarter was a little bit light. So underwhelming on Alcoa, not disastrous. Um, Taiwan Semi out this morning in Asia that hit after. Um, Taiwan Semi was out this morning uh, in Asia. The guide for March, which is kind of the real big incremental piece of information since they already report monthly sales. The March guidance was ahead of the street and they talk about um, you know, they noted that even though they usually have uh, seasonality in the March quarter, um, the ongoing ramp for 5G smartphones is offsetting that. So the March quarter guide was uh, was stronger. So another positive data point for the semis, but I don't really know if it's terribly shocking at this point in time. There's been a lot of 5G enthusiasm over the last um, couple of months, and this kind of just largely comports with that view. Uh, a couple of disappointments in Europe, um, including Pearson is probably the biggest one, um, educational book company. So Pearson is getting hit very hard in Europe. That's probably the main highlight as far as European earnings are concerned. Um, and that's really kind of it as far as the broad pieces of incremental news out um, overnight. Um, so just circling back to that that risk piece I sent around, you know, I think w one of the bigger risks or one, one topic that's getting a lot of attention lately has been Fed's balance sheet growth, the Fed's repo 
um, you know, the measure that the Fed has taken over the last several months to to inject itself into repo markets to calm repo market strain. So that activity has led to a, a, a pretty healthy growth in the Fed balance sheet. The Fed from the start has insisted that this is not QE, that this balance sheet growth should be ignored by markets. Um, but you are seeing an influence in markets. I don't think it's certainly as strong as it was back when the Fed was conducting outright QE and 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 withdrawing, um, uh, you know, buying long-term bonds. Um, but nevertheless, the balance sheet growth is having an effect, and this is something that um, you know Robert Kaplan, who's ahead of the Dallas Central Bank, yesterday talked about. Um, you know, and, and it certainly is a risk to the extent you see the Fed dial back its presence in repo markets going forward and the balance sheet begins to kind of fade, um, you know, that is something that could weigh on stock prices. Uh, and so I think I think that's certainly something to watch. The Fed already pre-announced its repo intentions for the month of October. So we have a couple more weeks to see kind of what its plans are longer term. Um, but that is definitely, you know, something interesting that I think people are, are paying a lot of attention to. Um, that's really kind of it in terms of major overnight news. Um, on the calendar for today, uh, it's kind of more just earnings. So you have Bank of New York at 6.30. You have PPG at 6.50. Morgan Stanley at 7.30. Schwab at 8.45 a.m. Those are all before the open. And then you really only have one major report tonight, CSX. That's going to hit pretty much right at the close at 4 o'clock. Uh, U.S. retail sales are out at 8:30. Um, that will be a little bit more in focus just after kind of you had the Target um, report out yesterday, which was disappointing on holiday sales. Um, you have the USMCA vote in the Senate today. This will be the final USMCA vote um, after this. It will, it will become law once Trump signs it. Passage is widely expected. I don't think you should see any reaction when you see the big red headline that says USMCA passed the Senate. Um, you have a Comcast analyst meeting that starts right at the close of four o'clock where they're going to be unveiling their new streaming product. Um, and then tonight and then Friday morning, so overnight, um, you have a lot of Chinese eco data, including the December retail sales, December IP, December fixed asset investment. And then you also have uh, the Chinese Q4 GDP. And that's tonight for Friday morning. So that is pretty much it for today. Like I said, um, super slow out, super slow in terms of incremental news overnight. Um, I do have a calendar for next week in the Vital Dawn today. Um, uh, you know, the major focus I would just say is going to be just more earnings. So it's it's the volume of reports certainly picks up, but like I said yesterday, um, the calendar Q4 season takes a while. So it's certainly um, you know you're not going to see the the crushing volume of reports on on one individual day like you have on for the other quarters. Uh, so that is pretty much it for today. Uh, thank you everyone for listening.